Hey, this is Jeremy Rinke. I'm the pastor at Harvest Christian Fellowship in North Platte, Nebraska, and this is our podcast. I want to thank you today for joining us. I hope this encourages you, strengthens you, and blesses you. Enjoy the message. Well, last uh, uh, Sunday, uh, I went to the, the movie American Underdog with some of the guys in my, my men's small group. Uh, if you haven't seen the movie yet, I really recommend you go and, and, and watch it. It's a fantastic movie. Uh, if you don't know, American Underdog, it's a, a movie about the, the life of Kurt Warner. You know, Kurt Warner, he grew up in a, a small town in Iowa, uh, dreaming of one day becoming a, a quarterback in the NFL. Well, this dream, it didn't come easy for for Kurt as he faced many obstacles and challenges uh, along the way. You know, after high school, Kurt Warner, he went to just a a small college in in Iowa. And it was there he only actually started one year, and that was his senior year. He actually had a a really fantastic, a great senior year of college. But even though he had a, a good year, he still went undrafted by the NFL. And so Curdy ended up going to, to work at a grocery store, and, and he, he stocked shelves. And so he did that for a little while, and then finally the opportunity came for him to, to play in the, the arena football league. You know, it wasn't the NFL, but it was still just another chance to, to play uh, football. And so Kurt Warner, he, he played in the arena football league for, for a few years, and then finally one day, the opportunity came to, he had his chance to play in the, the NFL. It was at the age of 28. Honestly, that was the age where, where most guys in the NFL are, are retiring. He's finally getting his chance. And so he had the opportunity, his chance to be the starting quarterback for the, the St. Louis Rams. And, and this is amazing. In his very first year, Kurt Warner, he actually led the, the St. Louis Rams to a Super Bowl championship. Just, it's an absolutely incredible story. But what I love so much about this movie is you see just the importance of Kurt's family and his faith and how they they played in in his life. You know, it was Kurt's family and it was faith and and Kurt's faith that that helped him to, to not give up on his dreams and helped him really to defy all odds, all the odds that were were stacked against him. You know, Kurt Warner, he he truly was, he was an American underdog. But because of his faith and just as, again, his willingness to, to persevere and not give up, man, he was able to, to conquer all the, the challenges that he faced, and he was able to come out victorious. You know, I, I know for myself, like, I, I needed that movie uh, last week because I think maybe for all of us, we just need a little inspiration. You need, you need to be inspired a little bit. Like, I, I know that, that I needed that. You know, the last couple years have been tough, Right? The last couple of years have been, have, have been tough. You know, I know that for many of you, even just the, this last year, you faced just a lot of great challenges in your life. You know, for some of you, you faced some challenges in your, your marriages. You faced some challenges in your families. Uh, you faced some great challenges, maybe in your, your physical health, maybe, maybe even in your, 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 your finances or your businesses. For some, even in your, your faith. And as you sit here this morning, you may be starting out this new year just feeling like, man, I, I can't overcome. Man, I can't overcome all this. I can't overcome all these, these challenges that I'm facing in my, my life. 
Man, there, there are just too many odds that, that are stacked uh, against me. And, and maybe you sit here this morning and you feel a little bit like Kurt Warner. You feel like an underdog. Well, if that's you this morning, I, I want to begin a, a brand new series with you that we're going to be calling Underdogs. And, and my prayer for this series is that you would be inspired to, to keep persevering, to, to keep fighting. Because even though you may feel like an underdog, Man, I want you to know this morning that you can conquer, man, these challenges, these battles that you're facing in your life, and you can be victorious. You know, our theme verse for this series is Romans 8, 37. It says this. The Apostle Paul, he wrote this. He said, no, in all of these things, all of these challenges, all of these, these battles that we face in this life, he said, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. You know, I truly believe that God is going to give us his strength to conquer all the battles, all the challenges that we are facing in our lives. Man, I, I believe this morning that you are going to defy all odds in 2022 and that through Christ, man, you're going to see victory in your marriages and in your families. You're, you're going to see victory in your health and, and in your, 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 your finances. Man, you're going to overcome that addiction that you've been struggling with. Man, you're going to see victory over any and every giant or battle that you're facing in your life. And so as we begin this series, what I want to do is I want to look at some, some underdog stories in the Bible. I don't know if you know this, but the Bible is filled with, with underdogs. And I pray that as we, we look at these stories, that they will inspire you to, to keep fighting. Because I truly believe that if we persevere, if we refuse to give up, that we will see a victory. And so as we begin this morning, we're going to look at one of the, the greatest underdog stories in the Bible, and that's the story of a young man named David. You know, David, he was a man after God's own heart. Well, one day, again, he, David was just a young man. David's dad called him in out of the fields where David was watching his, his sheep. And, and so David's dad, he told it, D David, he said, David, I want you to go and I want you to take your brothers who were out in the battlefield, I want you to take them this, this food. And so David, he, he headed out to, to take his brothers some, some food. And, and when he got to the battlefield, there was this Philistine giant. His name was Goliath. And there he was. He was taunting the Israelites, and he was taunting their God. Well, as Goliath spoke, he, he threw out this challenge. He, he threw out this challenge for someone to come and to fight him. Well, all the Israelites, they were terrified of Goliath but not David, not David. And so David, he went to the king, his name was King Saul, and he told King Saul, he said, King Saul, man, I'll fight him. Man, I will, I'll fight Goliath. And when King Saul, when he heard this, his first was, response was he laughed. He laughed. He was like, how can you, a, a scrawny shepherd boy, man, defeat a nine-foot giant who is a skilled fighter? And so Saul's response was, no way, right? It, it's not going to happen. But David, he, he wasn't going to take no for an answer, and he didn't. And so he kept trying to, to convince Saul to let him go and fight. And, and finally, after much convincing, Saul finally was like, all right, David, you can go. And so the fight was on. David 
versus Goliath. The champion versus the underdog. And so let's read this story together and let's find out what happened. It's found in 1 Samuel chapter 17, verses, and we'll start reading with verse 37. You can follow along with me. It says this. It says, Saul, he, he finally consented. All right, go ahead, he said, and may the Lord be with you. And then Saul gave David his own armor, a bronze helmet, a coat of mail. David, he put it on and he strapped a sword over it and he took a step or two to see what it was like, for he had never worn such things before. I can't go in these, he protested to Saul. I'm not used to them. And so David, he took them off again. He picked up five smooth stones from a stream and he put them in his shepherd's bag. Then armed with only a shepherd's staff and a sling, he started out across the valley to fight this Philistine. Goliath, he walked out toward David with his shield bearer ahead of him, sneering in contempt at this ruddy faced boy. Am I a dog, he roared at David, that you come with me with a stick as he cursed David by the names of his gods? Come over here and I'll give your flesh to the birds and wild animals, Goliath yelled, little trash talking going on. And so David, he, he replied, he said, you come with me with a sword, a spear and a javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of heaven's armies the God of the armies of Israel whom you have defied. Today, I love this, David said, I will conquer you and I will kill you and I will cut off your head. And so Goliath, he, he was trash talking, but David came back with some, some of on his own, right? He said, then I will give your dead bodies of your men to the birds and the wild animals and the whole world will know that there is a God in Israel and everyone assembled here will know that the Lord rescues his people, but not with a sword or spear, for, the Lord's, for the, this is the Lord's battle, and he will give you to us. As Goliath, as he moved closer to attack David, he quickly ran out to meet him. Reaching into his shepherd's bag and taking a small stone, he hurled it with his sling, and he hit the Philistine in the forehead. The stone, it sank in, and Goliath, he stumbled and fell face down on the ground. And so David, he triumphed over the Philistine with only a sling and a stone, for he had no sword. Then David, he ran over and he pulled out Goliath's sword from his sheath, and David used it to kill him and to cut off his head. I like that part. That's kind of cool. <laughs> and so here David is. He's like, I'm, I'm going. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fight this, this, this giant. I'm going to fight Goliath, and all I'm going to take... Is, is, is a sling and a few stones. And when Goliath, when he saw David coming, he, he starts thinking, wow, this has got to be some kind of joke, right? And so again, he starts taunting David and his gods. Well, David, he's not backing down. He's full, of, he's full of faith. He's full of confidence in the God that he serves. And he tells Goliath, he says, Goliath, this is the last time you're ever going to see the battlefield because I'm going to take you down and I'm going to kill you. And it says that Goliath, he starts coming towards David. And I love this. It says that David, he ran quickly towards Goliath. And all he had was a sling in his hand. And as he's running, he's putting, he puts a stone in that sling. And he hurls not a football, but a stone at Goliath. And that stone, it hit Goliath right smack in the forehead. It knocked him out. And just like he said he would, David takes Goliath's sword. And he cuts off Goliath's head. David, the underdog, defeats Goliath, the champion. 
You know, this morning, just like David, man, we, we all have giants that we're facing in our lives right now. We're facing giants that are trying to take us out, facing giants that are trying to destroy us. But because of who is on our side, man, we can fight these, these giants with confidence. And we too, we can be victorious. We can be victorious even though we may look and we may feel like the underdog. And so the first thing that I want you to do as we begin this new series, as we begin a new year, man, I want you to write down your giant. I want you to write down the, the giant. You might be facing more than one, but write down that, that big giant that you're, you're facing in your life like right now. Like I said, it might be, man, you're just going through some, some junk in your marriage, facing some marriage problems, maybe, maybe facing some things going, problems in your, your family. Maybe for some, I know there's a lot that are, are, are facing some, some health issues. Maybe it's some financial issues. Maybe you're struggling in your business. Maybe you're battling uh, an addiction right now. Man, I want you to write down, man, your giant. Write, write down your, your giant, the giant that you're facing. And then what I want to do is I want to share with you three things this morning that I want you to, to remember as you face that, that giant in 2022. And so there's an outline in your bulletin. I want you to write these things down. The first thing that I want you to write down and I want you to remember as you fight, fight your giant is this, is that you can run towards your giant. You, you can run towards your giant. You know, again, when David, when, when he saw Goliath coming towards him. He, he didn't run in fear. David, he didn't try to ignore his giant. But the Bible tells us that when, when David saw Goliath to coming toward him, it says that he ran quickly towards him to meet him. You see, David, he knew that there was a giant that needed to be defeated. He knew that Goliath was making life miserable for the Israelites and that he needed to be dealt with. You know, I think sometimes we, we don't want to deal with our giants, do we? We don't want to deal with our, our giants. And they're, they're too big. They're, they're too overwhelming. And so what do we do? We, we hide in fear. We try to just maybe ignore them, hoping that our, our, our giants will, will go away. But I don't know if you've, you've realized this. Giants' problems, they, they don't just go away. Like, we, we have to, to deal with them. And, and so, like David, we have to run towards our giants, and we have, to, we have to deal with them. And I want you to know this morning that we can do that with confidence, just like David did, because we can know that, again, that God is with us and that he's going to help us to defeat the, the giants in our lives. You know, David, he wrote this. I love this in Psalms 27, verses one through three. He wrote this. He said, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is, is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked advance against me to devour me, it is my enemies and my foes who will stumble and fall. Though an army besiege me, my heart will not fear. Though war break out against me, even then, even then, I will be confident. 
Man, I love that. David was like, man, when, when the battle's on, when my enemies are out to get me, I'm not, living, I'm not gonna live in fear. I'm not backing down. I'm not gonna ignore my, my giants, but I'm running towards them. Why? Because I'm confident that God is with me and that I'm gonna, he's gonna help me to conquer that giant in my life. You know, there have been, there's some of you here this morning that you've been trying to hide. You've been trying to ignore the giants in your life. You, you haven't been wanting to deal with maybe the problems in your marriage, the problems in your family. You haven't want, wanting to deal with, man, the, the health issues or the, the financial issues. You haven't want, been wanting to deal with maybe that addiction that you're, you're struggling with. And, and I just want you to know today that you don't have to be uh, afraid. You don't have to be afraid to deal with the giants in your life because like David, you too, you can run towards your giants. Why? Because God is with you. And you can be confident that he's going to help you to, to defeat, to conquer, man, that thing that's trying to take you out. And so I just want to encourage you this morning. I want to challenge you to deal with your giants. Stop, stop running from them. Stop ignoring them. Even though you may feel like an underdog, even though you may feel like the, the odds are, are, are stacked against you, man, I want you to know that you can run towards your giant because you are more than a conqueror through him who loved you. And so that's number one. Man, run towards your giant. The second thing I want you to remember as you face your giants, you can write this down, is your weapon is powerful. Your weapon is powerful. You know, when, when Goliath saw David with a sling, he taunted him. He was like, man, you come with me with a, a stick, right? And, and the natural, like, David's weapon did not seem very, very powerful. Goliath, he underestimated, though, didn't he? The power of that sling. Because when that stone that, was, that David put in that sling, hit him in the forehead, man, it knocked him out and, and killed him. And as I was, I was thinking about this, this point this week, I, I started thinking about this powerful weapon that, that we have as Christians that, that may seem like it, 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 it isn't much, but it is, and that is, is prayer. It's It's prayer. And it's so sad to me, and I'm guilty of this too. Oftentimes we, we face giants in our lives and, and it's like we, we, we're scared and we, we don't ignore it and we, we, we don't deal with it. And, and it's like we, we run and we hide and, and it's like, man, we should be praying about it. We, we should be praying. You know, the Bible says this in James 5, 16. It says, the earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and produces wonderful results. James, he tells us that, that prayer has great what? It has great what? Prayer has great power, and it produces wonderful results. You see, if you want to, to conquer the giants in your life, it's going to happen when you begin to pray. And, and so again, I, I really want to, to challenge you to deal with the giants in your life. And the first way how I want you to deal with the giants in your life is to pray. 
And, and so I want you, as you, you wrote down on your paper, man, the giant that you're dealing with in your life right now, man, I want to challenge you for the next 30 days, man, to just begin to pray. Pray over that giant. Man, begin to, to pray for, for your marriage. Begin to pray for your families. Begin to pray for your health. Begin to, to pray for your finances. Man, to begin to pray that that addiction would be broken off of your life. Man, I want to challenge you to pray. I, I really believe that prayer is, as Christians, is our most powerful weapon. And as we begin to pray, man, we're going to see our giants fall. And we're going to see victory in these areas of our life that have been holding us down. Mark eleven twenty three through 24, Jesus said this. He says, I tell you the truth. You can say to this mountain, may you be lifted up and thrown into the sea, and it will happen. But you must really believe it will happen and do not doubt in your heart. Jesus said, I tell you, you can pray for anything. And if you believe that you've received it, it will be yours. And so I want to encourage you to begin to, to pray because prayer, it really is, it's our most powerful weapon. It, it might not seem like much. It might just seem like a, a, a stick. But I want you to know this morning that you can't underestimate, you can't underestimate the power of prayer. You see, I want you to know this morning that prayer, it can move mountains. Prayer, it can move mountains. Prayer, it, it'll cause giants to, to fall. Prayer is what will make us underdogs become more than conquerors through Christ who loves us. So don't underestimate the power of prayer. And then here's the last one. You can write this down. The third thing I want you to remember as you fight your giants in, in 2022 is that you will see a victory. You will see a victory you know, even though David, he was, he was the underdog. Even though he was the underdog, even though it looked like all the odds were stacked against him, David, he was a confident underdog, wasn't he? And the reason why David, he was so confident because he knew, again, that God was with him and that God was going to help him and give him the power to defeat this giant. And so as David, as he ran toward Goliath with a, a sling in his hand, he knew he knew that he was going to see a victory. And sure enough, when that stone hit Goliath in the forehead, man, he fell to the ground in defeat. I want to read just a couple more verses in the story. Verses 51 and 52, it says, When the Philistines saw that their champion was dead, they turned and they ran. Then the men of Israel and Judah gave a great shout of triumph, and they rushed toward the, after the Philistines. You know, as we head into this new year, they're giants, right? They're giants. They're giants waiting for us. But I pray this morning that as we go into this new year, that we would have the, the same confidence that David had, that we too will see a victory, that we too will see our giants fall. You see, I want you to know this morning that it doesn't matter how big your giants are. It doesn't matter how much the odds are, are, are stacked against you. It doesn't matter how much of an underdog you are. Man, I want you to know this morning that you can be confident that God, he is with you and that he's gonna give you the power to conquer your giants and that you too will see a victory. 
2 Corinthians 2.14, it says this. It says, now thanks be to God who always, like that word, always leads us in triumph in Christ. And so I just pray that as we head into 2022, man, I pray that we would be confident that just as the Israelites triumphed over the Philistines, that we will triumph over our giants. And so I'm gonna have the worship team come up. And this morning, we are gonna, we're gonna just declare with confidence that we're gonna see a victory this morning, that we are gonna see our, our giants fall, and that we are going to see a victory. But before we do, I just ask that would you bow your heads and, and close your eyes. You know, there, there's an important part of this, this verse that we are more than conquerors. It says we are, are more than conquerors through Christ. And, and so if we are going to, to see a victory, the most important key is to having a, a relationship with God. And it's to make Jesus Christ the, the Savior and the Lord of your life. And so if you're here this morning, there, there's no better time than today. That if you're here today and you've never done this, you've never surrendered your life to Jesus, and you've never put your faith in him, man, there's no better day than today. And I want to give you that opportunity. And, and it's just simply saying, God, I need you. God, I, I want you in my life. And as we do that, as we confess Jesus as the Lord and Savior of our life, the Bible says that we are saved. And so if you're here this morning, you need God in your life. You want to put your faith in Jesus. Man, would you pray this with me this morning? I invite everyone to pray this with me. Say, God, this morning, my eyes have been open to see how much I need you in my life. And so God, this morning, I'm making a decision to put my faith in your son, Jesus, as I confess with my mouth that Jesus is the Savior and the Lord of my life. Amen. If you prayed that prayer with me for the first time, I want you to know that I'm so excited for you because I know that your life will never, ever be the same. I also want to encourage you to tell someone about the decision you made today. And then I want you to find a good Bible-believing church that will help you grow in your faith. I want to thank you all for listening to our podcast today. May God bless you and may his face shine upon you.